Hey, Joshua Segafis here. On this podcast, I teach men and women how to increase their attraction, level up their dating game, and embrace the alpha mentality. If you're sick of a dating or relationship life that sucks, stick around. This is exactly where you want to be. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Joshua Segafis here. Listen, I just opened up my new mastermind tribe, an exclusive community where alpha-minded men and women can get the individualized coaching and guidance they need to truly level up their dating game and embrace the alpha mentality. Find it at joshuasegafis.com forward slash mastermind tribe or check below. You should find a link in the comments. It's free for the first month. And if you believe in anything I say or talk about, this is the ultimate mastermind tribe for you. Go sign up. I'll see you there and we'll crush it together. Now let's get on to today's episode. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Joshua Segafis YouTube podcast. Although I'm recording this as a live stream on Facebook because it's just cool. Um, Got to talk about female nature. Been doing a lot of thinking about this. Haven't been talking about this very much because I've been really digging into some th- concepts, digging deeper, trying to unravel this to figure out what's the best thing to do, right? The best way to live. This one's for the men mostly. Women might find this useful, but um, this is mostly for the men, right? Trying to understand how to how to date women. I hope my audio is okay. I don't have my headset or anything. I just wanted to go, just go freestyle with it, just with my phone. Um, anyway, so here's the thing. Now I'm no I'm no psychoanalytic genius. Um, my understanding of of these basic kind of psychological concepts is, is just exactly that basic but Freud said there were three parts to the personality there's the ego the super ego and the id and the id is the part of our personality that deals with basically subconscious behavior sexual drive um, the the things that the subconscious things right the hidden drives they're the things that we kind of do without thinking about them. Okay. Now, in my way of thinking, there's probably a certain amount of our human mating behavior that's classified here. It comes from instinct. Uh, it does, it's, it's not necessarily as a result of our conscious decision making. We make conscious decisions, but they are in part based on instincts we have, and those instincts are very powerful in dictating what we're gonna choose to do, okay? So, for women, the most crucial thing to understand is that women are not, like the, women are not primarily, well, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. Let me just, let me just preface this by saying that I've done a lot of thinking about this and I believe that in 100% of my interactions with women and, and in observing men and in observing myself that, that I, I feel like this has really been shown to be true. I, this is a theory I have and I don't know if I'm the first person to think of this, probably not, but I have not heard anyone discuss this specifically. But in 100% of cases in my life, and in my observations, as I've studied myself navigating the dating marketplace and, and trying to understand how humans mate, date, and pair bond, 
This is proven to be true. Okay, this also comes from an understanding of evolutionary psychology, especially reading David Buss and trying to understand his work, which is amazing. So here's the thing. Uh, men and women have different core evolutionary programming and they have different evolutionary mating goals. Okay. These dogs are all barking at me. Now, those goals are different. And the main reason for why they're different is because men and women have different equipment. More specifically, women can have babies and men can't. This is a very powerful driving force for the differences in our human mating behavior. Now, for women, here's the, here's the thing that makes them different. Women are primarily focused the id of the woman, the, so the instincts and the hidden drives, are primarily focused on and driven by the, the, I would say desire, but that's not quite the right word. They're primarily, it's something like, they're primarily driven by the desire to survive and to see their offspring survive. That's the primary driving force behind the decisions women make on the dating marketplace. Now, of course, it's not the only thing. The hidden drives, the base instinct is only part of the equation. There are many, many other factors. However, that is the predominant underlying baseline factor. Okay, that's the foundation that the rest of the behavior is built on. Now, for men, it's different. Men are, they, the priority of the id, the id prioritizes in men instinctively the desire to be, and desire again isn't quite the right word because desire would imply um, a conscious choice and, and that's not, this isn't a conscious choice, um, but, but Let's say maybe the inclination would be a better, a better word. The, the id of the man has a strong instinctive inclination, a drive to be selected by the woman, okay? To be selected by the feminine. Why? Well, it all hinges on survival and the species and the bloodline doesn't survive without a woman because she, she's the one who has the reproductive tools, the primary reproductive tools, okay? So just to recap that, women instinctively are primarily motivated to survive and men instinctively are primarily motivated to be selected by the woman, okay? And this is baseline. You could say, well, men are primarily uh, they're primarily driven to survive also. Isn't that true? I mean, if they're going to choose between, you know, getting laid and eating food, won't they eat food first? Yes, of course. However, so that's, that's a little different. Like, you know, men are driven to survive. However, I believe that the drive for men to survive and the drive to mate are... How can I say this? I believe that those two drives 
are one and the same for men when you take into account that built into man's desire to survive is also the desire, the hidden desire, right? The drive for a man's, like a man's bloodline to survive. He wants to see his bloodline survive. He wants to see his lineage survive. And see, this isn't built in for him in, like by, by default. He needs a woman to accomplish this. Now, it's not a perfect way to describe it, I'm sure, because I'm just, a, I'm just a dude who reads a lot and tries to observe and describe what he sees. However, I believe that this is the best way to describe what's happening. Okay. It's very noisy out here. I hope that, I hope that you can still hear my audio. So what does this mean? Well, for men, right, for men like you and me, who want to win in the dating marketplace, who want to mate and date and pair bond successfully with women, have better interactions with women, better dating life. What this means is women do not choose men based primarily on the desire to be wanted by men because you know, women are the selectors and men are the competitors. Women are selecting, what they're doing when they date is they are selecting the men who will give them their best odds for success. Uh, survival, success at survival. Women are selecting men who give them their best odds at survival. And this manifests itself as romantic desire. And sexual desire, right? So, you know it. The benefits of thinking about it this way, and let me talk about this for a minute. The, the reason for why this is useful to think about is because if you, as a man, start off with the baseline understanding that men and women are operating by the same set of underlying, like, instinctual drives you're gonna be off kilter because you're gonna to begin to apply to women the same thought processes that you may use in mate selection, okay? And, and women aren't selecting mates based on the same criteria as you, as a man. This is really important. And, and the most obvious and fundamental, uh, the most obvious and fundamental, let's say, uh, what's the word? Application of this is in the need for men to control the frame of the relationship and to constantly be seeking excellence. And this just goes right back to, to developing yourself as a man and trying to be a high value man. Um, so there's this belief men are always like, you know, there's this question men always ask, how can I be more desirable to women? How can I win with women? Why don't women ever seem to want to date me? Why don't women like me? And it's because if you're having a problem with dating, uh, what you're having a problem with is you're having a problem broadcasting your potential as a man who could provide safety and security, who can generate resources and solve problems and contribute in a great way to a woman's survival. Now, a lot of guys are like, women, it's all based on looks. Looks are 
looks are a first glance indication and, a, and they give you they give a woman information that she can use to assess whether or not he's going to be a good contributor to her survival if he seems to be in good health if he has a great body if he has symmetrical features if he's tall has broad shoulders and he looks powerful this is, see, this is all instinctive this is all instinctive women will say things like oh he's attractive he's cute but what what they what they actually mean by that what their their inner drive means if it could speak is what it's actually saying is look at that guy he is exactly the type of physical specimen who is is highly likely to be incorporating the traits that i need to contribute to my survival and then if we had babies together that would contribute to their survival everything from good genes to the ability to ward off predators to the ability to um, you know, <laughs> hunting gather successfully and and then of course if he's socially then then you come to another level So that's just the baseline the looks right then you get to another level Then there's the social part of it right now a lot of men especially men in the black pill community will say well If you don't have the good looks you're screwed basically um, That's I don't actually think that's representative of the entire black pill community I think that there are only certain people who believe that um, I'm not a black pill expert. I consume a small bit of black pill content to um, to try to understand their viewpoint just like I consume some red pill content to understand their viewpoint and well I try to listen to a little bit of everything but but there's a there's this belief that you have to be a great looking like basically rock star good looks guy or you're not gonna attract women and there's an element of truth to this but that's not the whole picture right um, so for example if you are not a perfect genetic specimen let's say that you're a man who's vertically challenged who doesn't have huge broad shoulders then you may be at a disadvantage based strictly on looks if a woman were to pick a man out of a lineup and say i think he'd make the best partner she's going to pick the guy who obviously has the most superior genetic profile that she can detect but but it's not that simple because once you get into the social dynamic there's a whole nother range of traits that she can scan for so she's gonna scan for traits like if a man is is uh formidable right if he's if he has a masculine frame if he is uh the type of man who seems to 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 get things accomplished if he's the man a man of high status social status and power so you know and then of course then you get more intimate with it and well do they have similar interests and it, you know is there overlap that may would make life with this man tolerable and fun and and then of course there's sexual compatibility and chemistry and this is why women see this is why women can say when i first saw him i wasn't really attracted to him but then when i got to know him you know, he, he kind of started to grow on me. This, this is why this can happen. For men, this isn't really the case. Um, it can be, but men are far more likely to rule out a woman as a serious mate option that they'd be willing to invest in right at first glance, and there's very little she could do to change that. I really believe that's the case. If, I'm, if, a, if a man's being honest and he's in sexual abundance, then I believe that's the case. That's, it's different for men who are desperate or in sexual scarcity because if a woman were to to offer herself you know um, the, you know a man in sexual scarcity is highly likely to say yes just because he has no other options but so that skews the data
but from any sexual abundance who can basically kind of choose what type of partner they want this is true um, but for women it's not the case women can actually develop attraction for man after getting to know him a bit you know especially if the strengths that he brings to the table with his masculine values are sufficient enough to make up for what she might have perceived as a genetic deficit at first glance okay so this is all kind of complicated stuff but it's not really complicated and the only reason to really talk about it in more complicated terms is because we have to talk about the foundational instincts that are at work and this helps us to simplify the process of figuring out what the hell to do in the dating marketplace on day to day and how to organize our thoughts and beliefs in regards to how humans behave on the on the dating marketplace and when they're mating dating and pair bonding okay so i'm gonna wrap all this up with a bit of advice what does this mean for men what well, how should men use this information well i don't think it's necessary to nerd out about it like i do i don't think you have to nerd out about it to to be able to use it to your benefit um there's really I, I don't think there's any super specific reason why the average man should dig deep, deep, deep and just become a scholar on these things. I, I don't think that's necessary, okay? That's why I do what I do, to, to try to give you the information you need to make um, rational choices in the here and now. So I think that what you need to do as a man is, you know, in order to, to make this work for you, this information, what you need to do is mind your business, get your money, pursue your purpose, level up mind, body, and spirit, become 1% better every day than you were yesterday, leave behind the victim mentality, work on being a strong, masculine, leadership-oriented man who chases excellence, who constantly strives to be the best man in the room every day, in every room you're in. And if you enter a room where there are men who are better than you, outperforming you, it's time to take it up a notch and to perform at a higher level. If you truly care about winning on the dating marketplace and, and you want to have a quality dating life filled with amazing, beautiful women who desire you and want to um, invest in you, that's the, that's, that is the way, that is the way. And then of course you can learn how to interface well with these women organically, genuinely socialize and connect and, and that'll give you even more advantages basically keeping your foot out of your own mouth so you don't mess it up that that's what game is to me that's how I define game um, is the ability to learning how to organically and genuinely interface with women in such a way that you <laughs> that you don't put your foot in your mouth and make yourself sound like an idiot and drive her away that's that's pretty much the you know that's that's the game that's the game so that's how that's how you use that information to your advantage and it just goes to prove the importance of the alpha mentality and why men have to be men, real men, not little bitches, not little weak, little weaklings, spineless cowards who, who cry and whine when women don't like them. But if, if you can't find women who like you, it's an indication that there's something wrong with you, you need to fix it. Um, start by doing some push-ups, reading some good books and doing some meditating or journaling. That's, that's the very baseline. That's where it all starts, right? Yeah. Physical fitness, if your body isn't in good shape, that's a really, really important place to start. If your style is off point, it's a really good place to start. If 
if you don't know anything and you're not interesting um, and you can't hold a woman's attention and engage her mentally, that's a good place to start. And and if your your emotions are all out of control and you basically act like a woman and you don't act like a stoic man, that's a really good place to start is to get your emotions in check. Uh, not to not have emotions, but you have to be able to have your emotions and your rational mind to be working together to to be able to provide a balanced approach to life where you're not dri driven by your emotions to be a, an, an, an emotional chaotic mess, right? Women, women can get away with this. It doesn't necessarily impede their ability to, to mate, but for men it does. Men can't afford to be a chaotic mess because women will stand for it. Why? Because it makes them look weak. It makes men look weak. It makes us look like we're not good options for survival and she's, and, and it's true. Because in a bad situation, a woman needs to be able to know she can count on a man to be strong and not to just react afraid, oh, oh no, like freaking out, you know, looking to her for leadership. She'll feel lost and confused and she'll think to herself, I made the wrong choice because this man isn't helping me to survive. It's the opposite. I have to help him survive. So this is useless to me. I've made the wrong choice. And that's when she leaves. That's when she monkey branches away or decides that you're not worth it anymore. It's when she loses feelings because you lost her confidence in your ability to be a, a provider and a protector has been shaken and she can't afford to continue on with you because it would literally be a detriment to her survival, right? It's the, it's the hard truth of the matter, but it's, 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 it makes so much sense and it's so true. And I've seen this manifested in my life many times. Many, I've ruined many relationships by, by acting like a little bitch, not being a real man. When, um, and then women lost faith in me and my ability to be a provider and protector and to be a strong, capable man. So, you know, and, and when, when I fixed those things, it, it became a much different story. I became the type of man who was highly desired by women with a great dating life instead of a man who couldn't get women to pay attention to him. And that's what, that's what matters. I'm, I'm not a rock star, good looking guy. I, I'm not rich, right? I'm not, I don't have super high social status. I have a tiny YouTube channel with 155 subscribers. I do not have high social status. I'm just, but I'm trying to, to chase excellence every day. And every day I'm becoming better than I was yesterday. And, and it matters. So I'm living proof of the fact that you don't have to have it all done right now. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to get on the right track, okay? You gotta start acting like a man, being strong masculine presence who walks into any situation and can make it better, right? Without freaking out and being a bitch. All right, this is gonna be it for this one. Go with grace, my friends. Never give up your power. This is Josh Segafis signing off. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit www.joshuasegafis.com. Catch you on the flip side.